TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. The opportunity for the Cavs. Joel Embiid could be done for the year, although it is uncertain if he will be. The Bucks continue to... Uh, flounder here as they lost this last uh, their last game. Uh, the Cavs are now a half game off the Bucks, which would if the Cavs were to win tonight and the Bucks were to lose their next game, the Cavs would be the two seed in the Eastern Conference. And oh, by the way, Miami has been a massive disappointment this year. They traded for Terry Rozier. That has not made a difference as of yet. I have more takes on Miami than I than I care to admit right now. But the point is. It, there, there is. There's an element of the Eastern Conference that is, it's as tough as it's been, but you also have a couple teams that were used to running the East taking a step back, and so for teams like the Cavs, for teams like the Knicks, for teams like the Pacers, for teams like the Magic, that's an opportunity to take a step forward. And you know, last year you took a step forward in in an Eastern Conference that was a little bit weaker than we thought it was going to be. And then you went to the playoffs and got embarrassed. And as much as we'd like to put last year in the rearview mirror, it's still a valid conversation. Because a lot of the guys who lost that series, it's not that you lost. It's in a lot of those games you didn't score enough offense. You might have taken care of that this last offseason. But you got pushed around, your bigs got pushed around, and your guards disappeared on any given game. And your head coach is maybe your biggest question mark. So I'm a little split on whether this year is going to be different or not. I'm hopeful. I'm actually enjoying what they're doing right now. I mean, Donovan is just Donovan's just kind of got everything going for him and just everything seems to be working and clicking for him. And I actually think Donovan's proving, you know, we've had the conversation, can Donovan be the best player on a championship team? If Donovan continues to pass the way he is, the way he does and shoot the way he has, I know he's not I know he's an undersized guard and that's always going to be a conversation point but like guys he's kind of doing things people said he couldn't do. And and I think Donovan from the the point spot is particularly lethal even if that's not his spot in Cleveland as of right now. But 2164740092 the, the simplest way to ask this is are you convinced this year will go differently for the Cavs? Because every time I want to get excited about a two seed, but every time I just think back to last year and and how things went and and it really was a disaster to be the four seed, have home court advantage, and get run out of the gym for those five nights. Heath, I know you've been burning on this one. What you got, bud? Yeah, I was just gonna say I know they've won thirteen of fourteen. It's just really hard for me, no matter how much regular season success you have. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you haven't had your your be- the better part of your roster for most of the season, I just I feel like I need to see more, and then even when I see more, I feel like I'm going to need to see more than that. Like yeah. in the playoffs, I, f- I feel like I'm not going to necessarily 100% buy in until I actually see it happen in the playoffs. I, I just I, – I think you're probably on the right side of this. Like I, 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 I kind of feel like I'm in the middle, be- and I'm not riding the fence on this. Like 
because I, I am I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical they can do this, and I'm a little concerned because if you have another early round exit in the playoffs where you're embarrassed, not only is the whole conversation about Donovan's future is that signing an extension when he can this offseason, not only is that a moot point, I mean, what's to say Donovan just doesn't come out and go, man, it's been two years here, we, we haven't really made any headway, and I'm out. I don't think you can put it past that. Them's the that's the stakes. The stakes feel higher this year in the postseason than they do last year. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say the other part of it as a fan is: Are you sitting here thinking, even if they win a playoff series, it doesn't mean anything guaranteed towards the future with Donovan? Yeah. So like you could experience a success, this success this year, have a playoff win, and in the back of your head you're thinking, okay, but what does this mean for him? Well, like, it almost feels like, I don't want to say an audition, but it does feel like the Cavs are still auditioning for Donovan. And specifically, like the guys that are auditioning him would be auditioning for him in the playoffs are J.B. Bickerstaff. Uh, I think Darius to some degree. I think Evan. I think Jared's just a good veteran. Like, I, I don't I don't know that Donovan could have any problems with, with Jared other than he kind of disappeared in the playoffs last year. But like, Jared's Jared. Jared's probably the second the guy that Donovan can trust the most of the veterans in the starting lineup. But like yeah, I, I think everybody all the other key figures for the Cavs are auditioning for the Cavs and Donovan if Donovan says, "Hey man, I love it here. I'd love to sign that extension, but I need more help around me." Because if Donovan says that, the paradigm internally completely shifts for the Cavaliers. There's like I've even seen it with Cavs fans. Cavs fans who two years ago said they wouldn't trade Darius for Donovan, and now people say there's the, some of those same people are saying uh, you need to trade Darius so you can maximize Donovan. That's I mean that's pr- a pretty stark difference from where we were two years ago, and I think even the narrative on on like Evan versus Jarrett is evened out more than it was. Let's go with Chad. Welcome to the show, Chad. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Uh- thing that scares the hell out of me is is our, our X's and O's from a coaching standpoint. Yeah, I mean, there's just no leadership. And he, he's still figuring out these lineups, and I get that we've had injuries, but to see D- Dean Wade play 20 minutes a game and go zero points every single game makes no sense when you got a Levert or you got Merrill sitting on the bench getting seven minutes. He still hasn't figured out a lineup. And when you watch this team during the timeouts, Look at the opposite bench and look at those those players surrounded around their coach and then look at our players around the coach that we have. You don't have the leadership there, and that scares me, and Thibodeau's going to eat his lunch again in the playoffs. Chad, I think a lot of what you're saying, uh, those are fair concerns, and I think if you call. Um, right now is when I want JB to be trying all that stuff out. Like I, The one point that I'll disagree with you, listen, I still have my, my playoff concerns, whether JB's going to run a deep enough bench. And for me, the rotation stuff, not just about, you know, has he tried enough lineups in the regular season, it's how quickly you have to cycle through them. Because on any given night, like the, I, I listen, I know he, I think he's in Washington now. Who is the ba- who's the backup forward that we we're all going crazy for? Uh, the wing player that, that we were like, why hasn't he gone to him by game four? That you can tell how great of a player he was. He's a three and D player. I didn't know he's in Boston. He's in Boston. Lamar Stevens. Lamar Stevens. So it wasn't really about Lamar Stevens. It's about you don't know in that in that moment what's going to spark for you. And the whole point of of lineups and having tried every lineup in the regular season is so you can go. 
I don't know that this is going to work, but here's the reason why I do think it's going to work, and we're going to give this a, a, a three-minute stretch here in the first round of the playoffs to see if we can count on this rotation in this matchup for this reason. And he has been, he being J.B. Bickerstaff, has been way too beholden to, now i got a seven-man rotation. This year, that can't be. You you are 10 deep this year. If you make a trade at the deadline, you might be 11 deep this year, depending on what they do. I think the biggest concern, the thing I don't think is changing, is the out of, is the out of timeout actions. I think JB is really bad at drawing up plays and using the right um, out of timeout actions. I just I think that and that that will kill you in the playoffs. Maybe not in the first round, maybe not in the second round, but when you get into a spot where the other coach is really good at that, JB will get exposed. And I don't think you just suddenly get better than that. You either hire somebody to do it for you. Hire an X's and O's guy. Hire somebody who is specializes in kind of game management situations, or you just lose that way in the playoffs. Real quick, Jeff, welcome to the show, Jeff. Hey, first time, long time. Ah, well, appreciate it, buddy. Welcome to the show. Hey, quick question. I, I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but you know we're talking about last year's series with the Knicks. But did, 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 didn't the Knicks handle us in the regular season? So what made us think going into the postseason we'd be able to move past them? I mean, I understand the point. I will say, like, um, it's such it, – even if you could play the Knicks the final game of the regular season and then play them in the first game of the postseason, and they're going to be completely different games. And and maybe that's an extreme case, but, like, if your last game against the Knicks was game 63, and thank you for the call there, Jeff, and maybe farting into the microphone, I don't know what that was. But, uh, but no, we appreciate the call, bud. But – I just think it's a completely different game. Like back when we would play the the Warriors for the last time and you'd play them in like March, and granted you weren't seeing them to the NBA Finals, the games and the teams are completely different teams. So I get the point, but like plenty of teams, I mean, as a matter of fact, the Cavs actually had a lot of regular season success against upper the upper seeds in the East. They probably would have gotten smoked by the Bucks last year in the playoffs, although they got smoked. They probably been smoked by the, the Heat as well. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Shot clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.